sometimes it's just ridiculously hard. Title of your sex tape. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finestkind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, do do bananas. I'm loving them. Yeah. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runs and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. and go bananas. We're gonna go banana cakes and grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana Hello and welcome to another cake. edition of the Pros from Dover. My name is Matt. That is Jim. Hey Matt, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And um, a happy birthday to you, by the way. Thank you little, very much. Little, little premature, but you know. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Um, just marching, marching on to the grave. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. Damn Skippy. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, got, got a couple yeah. more days of being 40 left. And then, well, uh, yeah. And then um, we should probably talk about that rather than talk about that crew game that was... But we got to talk about the crew game. We, we do have to talk about the crew game. That is literally why we are here. Crew lost me 80 goddamn dollars. Um Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was in Michigan, which we're going to talk about during the second. um, Exactly. We're going to talk about that during the second uh, uh, segment uh, at a Detroit FC, uh, Detroit City FC game, excuse me, um, last Saturday. Uh, And um, sports gambling is legal there. And so I placed a bunch of bets. And uh, isn't isn't hunting humans for sport legal in Michigan at this point? Just on Zug Island, (laughs) 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 which I have to show you a photo of because I was looking at at this earlier. The the Google satellite image of Zug Island, specifically in Detroit, Um, there apparently was a cloud over it at the time. Everything else in Detroit is like bright and shiny on the satellite image, and then Zug Island is like. (laughs) We don't go there, Simba. <laughs> it's like the island in Lost. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so that crew game. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the crew game. So um, it was it, it was objectively not a game. It was not. Um, I, I Darlington Nagby really saved our asses. No, uh, actually, you know, okay. So I'm sorry. I got to give a shout out to my friend Dave, yeah. who I watched the game with, mm-hmm. because he and his wife have uh, superstition and. Right. When they need a goal, he eats a yellow M&M. And literally a minute before Nagney's goal, Dave's like, oh, shit, I forgot to eat my yellow M&M. And he goes into the kitchen, eats his yellow M&M, and then he comes back and Nagney scores. So I was I watched the game at, at Bob's Bar, the cultural hub of the Midwest. Yes. Um, and, and we were trying to find somewhere where I knew a bartender and it was gonna, that was going to be open because Ruby's was not open on Sunday. Um, yeah. And so I was trying to find a, a place where I knew a bartender – that would I didn't care about the audio because I knew right. there was the the Buckeye game was on at the same time. Like I knew we weren't going to get audio for this. Yeah. And the nice thing about watching sports at Bob's Bar is it doesn't matter if it's the goddamn Super Bowl. The jukebox is on, um, which is you know one of those things where it's like I I uh, absolutely um, you know I I, I if the rapture me. comes, somebody's going to say I don't give a shit. 
I put my money in the jukebox. I'm getting my money. Yeah, and as long yeah. as you don't play Wagon Wheel, you don't get thrown out. But yeah, um, but uh, and, and Jordan and Neil are great uh, announcers. I, I'm not I'm not taking. I, I like watching the game normally with sound on, but when um when I want to make sure that I can go watch the game somewhere and and I know that there there will be somebody that'll turn it on, um and, and that I'm going to have a very good beer selection. Uh, I'm, yeah. pick, I'm picking the cultural hub of the Midwest. Um, you know, no reason not to. Yeah, and they will. They will always kick at least one TV on for you. There were mm-hmm. a lot of people in there to watch the Buckeye game, but surprisingly, um, surprisingly, because normally they would have had all of the TVs on the Buckeye game, and there were a lot of people that kind of came over to our TV for a little bit and at least like checked out the game for for a few minutes, that sort of stuff. So it was kind of nice, you know. Um, anyway. It was um, not a good game. It was not a good game. The crew uh, were fine. Uh, I mean, just in the sense of like it was. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. No, it like, wasn't. It, okay, all of our um, to quote an economist, irrational exuberance last week about how well we were going to do in this game yeah. was was not it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so. You know, some, some fundamental things first. Um, as far as I can tell, same lineup we've had every game. Yeah. Barry didn't score. He didn't. Zardes came off the bench to replace Barry. And even though he had, like, two or three sitters didn't score, Etienne had a couple of sitters. And there were score. there were a lot of sitters in this game. Yeah. and uh, Which prompted my tweet that who put Saran Wrap over the... Over the um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Zellerang gets injured yes. in this game, which yeah. is is concerning. It, it's I'm I'm actually looking to see if I if there's any um, more information. Seen, I've seen no updates in the last 24 hours. He will be missing the Armenian World Cup qualifiers, which I'm I'm fine with. Um, uh, it, it's good that we've got two weeks. Um, it doesn't look like it was terrible. Knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's okay. Um, I think it's good that he's not going to be traveling to Europe. Um, they have a, a qualifier against, uh, uh, let me see here. I'm sorry, friendlies, not World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty Mar- sure Armenia is not going to be in the World Cup. You, you, are, uh, you are correct there. Excuse, I, but during the international, friendlies yeah, during the international well, yeah. break. Yes, against Montenegro and Norway. So, yeah, it's, they're definitely not World Cup qualifiers this late in the cycle. No. But, um, but, yeah, so he's going to be uh, not hitting those up, which I'm fine with him not traveling halfway across the world and possibly getting even more injured right. or friendlies. Okay. Um, so can we talk very briefly? Cause I think that this is at least right now a, a horse that we've beaten to death along with everyone else. Can we at least talk <coughs> very briefly about the Zardes trade rumor thingies, which again, I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I don't know. I, don't I think, know. I think Zardes, it, it you would have to say, okay, and, and you know what? We'll, we'll know for certain when Nashville comes up, and, and we've, I've, I've already kind of stated this before. Zardes did not make the World Cup qualifying squad for the U.S. for the Mexico match. Yeah. Um, did not get called into camp for that. I think there is something going on physically with him that the crew do not want to divulge because you do not – have I mean Barry's a great player. Barry is is I, I, I 
hope and should be a key part of our team for years to come if we can come to the right... Uh, It'd be nice if he'd score a goal, though. It would be nice. It would yeah. be nice. He scored a lot of goals last year. He did. He scored a lot of goals last year, um, and we're four games into the fucking season, Jim. I, like, know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, I'm not trying to be like a Miguel Berry homer or anything like that, oh, but he was I know. Four, ga- four games into the season. He's not playing full matches at this point. Um, he was kind of super sub last year. He isn't super sub this year. He's starting this year. Yes. And I think that it's because Zart, um, uh, yeah, Zardes has to be super sub at this point because it, in I, I don't have any insider information here. I am not that guy, but I... I there would be there would be actual meat on the bone if if we were looking to trade him. There is no meat on the bone right, in this right. story. And, and this is this is this has been my point for the last I don't know two or three podcasts, two or three weeks. We yeah. really don't know what's going on. We're never n- going to know what's really going on. But my suspicion is that there is something going on with Zardes physically that is not allowing him to start. Yeah, and. Remember, and this is something that I, you know, kind of hammered on last season in the podcast. Um, how how many matches into the season did Barry play a full nine minutes? Because it was probably like September or October before he played a full nine minutes. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It, it's it was it was a while. Um, and, you know, and I, I say I say we, uh, you know, it's one of those things where we're we're never gonna we're never gonna hundred percent know. Yeah, this is there is a reason that we don't know. Right now, right, and, and and I think that it is smart on the part of the crew to not let on too much yeah. about this, and, you and, know. And I, so I only brought it up because it's kind of irresponsible for us because to not bring it up because as a crew podcast, we're kind of obliged. This is the biggest story with the crew right now, even yeah. though it's as we both agree, it's a non-story. Uh, I don't know. Crew two season tickets went on sale. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I um, uh, unfortunately, I was trying to actually pull up. I'm going to try it again during the break here, but uh, trying to pull up exactly how much how much they cost. Um, and it was uh, being very uh, yeah stubborn with me. Um, so I'm going to try to pull this up again here in just a second. The cruise letter. Okay. Are you serious? They have a new thing called the cruise letter. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't. Um, I get these emails on an email account. I don't check very often. But yeah, I don't either. Um, but God, I hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, the game was not very interesting. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. the The other thing is like, you know, I was looking at I was looking at the the attendance in in New York, like. Nobody was at that game. Oh yeah, it was the tennis was terrible. It was awful. Yeah, like I don't know. Anyway, anyway. what do you right. what do you got? Um, I got nothing other than we should probably move on. Do you want to do yep. the Do you want to do the league whip around? Do you want to do something else? Let's do the league whip around, and then we're going to come back and we'll talk about the other stuff that I've got on here. That's um, fine. I'm, I'm getting the feeling this is probably not going to be the longest podcast we do. Oh no, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about in segments. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we well, have I guess of, I guess we probably do a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so let's go ahead and go into this. Uh, we're going to start um, at the beginning, which is a good place to start. Um, we're going to say the Saturday games. Uh, first of all, Philadelphia beats NYCFC in the rubber match for the Eastern Conference Final last year. Yep. Who didn't think that was going to happen? 
Pardon? Who didn't think that was going to happen? I mean, Philadelphia, A, chip on their shoulder because they had so many guys out last year because yeah. of COVID. And B, um, I, I think, honestly, I think Philadelphia is the better team. Oh, God, the I think they are. Um, yeah, and and it was so fun to watch NYCFC lose in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> That's yeah no I, I I agree with you there. Um, second second match of the day Cincinnati three to one against Miami. Yeah, so the you know this is going on. There were certain things. There were things we were promised. There were certain things that were always guaranteed. And number one was that Cincinnati was going to always fucking suck. But they were playing Miami, yeah. And so this, um, so it this, doesn't this, really this sort of folds into yeah. our, uh, our, you know, who's bad, who's good. Apparently, Miami is not really good. Miami wasn't good last year. Yeah, I know. Miami wasn't good last year, and they lost to Nate Wayne. I so know. So of course they're not going to be better. Um, the only goal of that match was a pen from Gonzalo Iguain. <laughs> yeah. So I Cincinnati mean, I guess Cincinnati's not not. I mean, Cincinnati on a scale of. Terrible to horrible are somewhat less than horrible. Cincinnati is right now uh, uh, four goals, not even a point, four goals out of the playoff, uh, out of the last playoff of position. Of course they are. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Mass pandemonium. <laughs> um, Toronto beats DC. Um, Toronto, I think. I think honestly, Toronto's got a better squad than they did last year. I think that. Or, or yeah, I is, saw part of this. Game congealed. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they've congealed a little bit more. Um, Orlando beats the Galaxy one to nothing. Um, good for them. Yes. Kind of the high scoring game of yeah. The, this uh, this is the weird one. So Montreal are not good. Are but they not put, good. But they put three past Atlanta, who are good. And they, they and then uh, Dwyer goes out with a red card, and then Atlanta score two more. I know. That's this not was, how that's supposed to work. This game <laughs> was was possibly the most entertaining game of the weekend. As far as MLS, oh yeah, MLS got MLS and Atlanta. You know, I got to say, Atlanta are a lot of fun to watch. They've yeah. got a lot of firepower. They don't. They don't. They're not fucking around. No, they're not. No, no. I um, Charlotte picks up their first win. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, well at, at all the Revs. at all against the Revs. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> fucking bizarro. Here. I know. I know. Yeah. Like um, uh, Chicago beats the Sporks. Yeah. Okay, but but. Okay, because I keep forgetting about this. We, I think that we are contractually obliged to refer to them as Ezra Hendrickson's Chicago. Ezra Hendrickson's Chicago Fire. That is correct. Yes. Ezra Hendrickson <laughs> is the only reason that Chicago is doing. I, 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 I know. I fucking love Eze. Like, oh God, he, yeah, he can do. Yeah. He can do no wrong in my yeah, book. Yeah. Uh, I hope. I hope he fucking loses when he comes here. I hope he fucking loses when we go there. Um, and other but than otherwise, that, yeah. oh, I love the dude. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, it sucks that he is managing Chicago. Yes. It does, but it's good for him. Like it's, it's one of those things where it is a, a fantastic opportunity for him to be, uh, the, the manager at, at, at any MLS club. That's awesome. He is a great, amazing human being and he deserves it. I fucking hate that it's Chicago. I know, I know, yeah. Why couldn't it be like, I don't know, um, like... I'm trying to think of a team. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. That'd be that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Be Speaking of which, they beat San Jose. Yes. One uh, nil in Minnesota. In, yes. Um, I didn't see anything of this match. I'm sure it was. 
I'm sure it was thrilling. Dallas smokes Portland. I know. Uh, Ferreira gets a hat trick in this one. Yeah, uh, four to one. Um, what the hell? So like, Houston Dynamo and Colorado draw. Salt Lake beats Nashville two to one. What the hell? I don't know what is seasons? going on. There hasn't been that much player movement. I know. I know. Um, I, I mean, I am baffled. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. But I'm enjoying this season so far. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I am too. Um, obviously, Red Bull Columbus, we already talked about. Austin and Seattle draw. Yes, 1-1. One, one. That is, the, that is the, the... I don't get that at all. Um, Seattle is supposed to be, I mean, according to every pundit... They're they're gonna go they're gonna go to MLS Cup and they're gonna win MLS Cup seven times in 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 this, one season yeah, in one season yeah um, Austin I um, I know and then LAFC beats Vancouver Wait, Brent Stuver is Austin's starting goalkeeper yeah yeah you didn't know that I you know it's it, it's it there are certain things you block so that you can get through the day yeah that's fair yeah <laughs> okay. And then Ethan, Ethan Finley started for them. Yeah, he's he's one of the league's leading scorers, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then LAFC beats Vancouver three to one. Yes, um, and Vela got another goal, and then uh, Hollingshead got a brace. Um, Vela is probably at this point. I got I got to actually check my stats, but he might be the leading scorer in the league. He is tied. With Zella Ryan and Brandon Vasquez of FC Cincinnati with the most gold in the league so far. So I want to talk about the standings real quick. And obviously it's it's four weeks into the season. This is yeah, not – it doesn't mean a whole lot at this point. But this is the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah. On uh, for, In first place on 10 points, it's Philadelphia, which yeah. I would have – Yeah, I, I mean that's reasonable. Yeah. Second place on eight points and five goal uh, five goal differential is us. Yeah. Third place on eight points and four di- four goal differential is fucking Chicago. I know Ezra Hendrickson's Chicago Fire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Red Bull Orlando and Atlanta on seven. United and Cincinnati on six. Um, mm-hmm. Breaking the Mendoza gap there. Um, NYCFC, New England, and Toronto on four. Yeah, th- that's a little surprising. The third, well, New England especially, NYCFC and New England, honestly. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's early. It's it's it, so I, so early. Um, Charlotte on three because they just won a game, uh, and then Montreal and, and Miami on one. Yeah. Um, there are only at this point. Three teams in the East and three teams in the West that haven't lost a game. And we're one of them. Philadelphia, Columbus, Chicago in the East. LAFC, Salt Lake, and Minnesota in the West. That is mind-boggling that Chicago is part of that club. It's very odd. It is. I mean, and, you know, good on Ezra. Yeah. Good on Ezra. It hurts a lot, but good on Ezra. (laughs) Right. But like, like, it's also it's also worth it to say that uh, San Jose and Vancouver have not won any games, um, and also uh, 
Montreal and Miami have not won any games. So it's it's the standings are kind of the way they should be, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little odd, but it's yeah, I think things are starting to shake out kind of the way we expected it. I would I would expect Atlanta to be doing better oh. and Chicago to not be doing quite so well. Light weekend this weekend, because obviously we have international play. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I thought that they weren't scheduling any games for the international break. It must just be that they were scheduling uh, uh, games if the teams were okay with it. Yeah, so we got Charlotte and Cincy. Yep. In Charlotte. Yeah. So that's going to be the kind of rubber match of, of whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, we got we got we got the Sporks versus Real Salt Lake. Yep. In Kansas City. Yep. Uh, and then Portland Orlando on Sunday. Yeah. Um. We'll see what happens. I know. We'll yeah. see what happens. It, it's a very light week in the league for obvious reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of Concacaf qualifying going on and. Lots of matches in Europe that I don't know if we're going to have a whole lot of players that are involved with that. But, I, uh, I doubt it. Yeah. So we do have Canada playing Jamaica mm-hmm. on uh, next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. playing Panama. Yeah. Uh, El Salvador, Costa Rica, and Honduras, Mexico. So yeah. Yeah, well, and tomorrow, well, and tomorrow we've got USA yeah. Mexico. Yeah. We've got. I mean, it's it's you know everybody yeah. in everybody in Concacaf has two matches this weekend. So um, we'll talk about that at the end of the show um, as we get into this. Uh, coming up in the next segment, um, I still cannot. And so you you have to you have to do this for me because um, the crew two season tickets are not loading on my phone. Like I'm, I'm logged in with my actual okay, well, ticket see what I can do. Account, and I'm not, I, I apparently I'm not allowed to buy crew two season tickets. So well, we're going to go ahead and call. So, oh, there we go. Oh, they finally loaded in. Okay, okay. well, we're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so we should, there is, we should call a break. Yep, this is going to be uh, the break. We'll be back. We are the pros from Dover. Stick around. And we're back. It is segment number two of the Pros from Dilbert. My name is Matt. I am Jim. How are you doing, Matt? I'm still good. doing okay? I'm good. I went upstairs. I was talking to uh, Ian and Tolly were up there. Uh, they're watching the U.S. Open Cup, um, which is going on right now. The first round is going right, on. Yeah. Um, it was uh, two teams that I were not. I was not super familiar with. Um, I do want to say congratulations to uh, Cleveland. Um, they... Uh, uh, beat Chicago uh, FC United uh, in USL League Two um, after extra time, two to one. So Cleveland uh, SC is going on in the tournament. I would absolutely love a Columbus Cleveland uh, US Open Cup match. I, I think that'd be super fun. That would be awesome. Yeah, some of these team names are fantastic. Oh, they are. Like yeah. the Ocean City Nor'easters. I think that's who's playing right now. The Ocean <laughs> okay. City Nor'easters is pl- are playing they're, right now. They're so, playing against Lansdowne Boys FC. Ooh, them boys. <clears throat> um, so the first round so far, and obviously we're recording this on Wednesday night. Um, there are a lot of matches that are going to be happening this evening. Um, uh, FC Motown, I'm assuming out of Detroit, uh, lost to Westchester United uh, in USL League 2, 3-2. Uh, um, Hartford City uh, lost to Oyster Bay United in New York uh, by a score of three to nothing. Uh, looks like the Villages. The Villages has a team. The Village. Oh. The Villages, which I <laughs> are they allowed to have walkers on the? That's. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I didn't think anybody who lived I didn't think anybody who lived in the villages was under the age of ninety seven. I don't think they are. Yeah, so Yeah, so it's apparently there's a lot of retirees there that just really like soccer. It's like uh, it's like the beginning or the end of Slapshot. Yes, yes, they're yes. Gonna, they're relocated them to a retirement community yes. in Florida. There, there is a, there is a team called the Park City Red Wolves. Ooh, nice. Uh, Southern States SC Star. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> uh, be the Georgia Revolution. <laughs> blah 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 blah. I don't give a shit about the South. Uh, Denton Diablos. Unfortunately, the one team that I really wanted to. So the Denton Diablos. Um, do you know? Uh, you know the. Denton, Texas, right? Denton, Texas. My favorite band, the Mountain Goats. Yeah. Wrote a song called, or wrote an album called "All Hail West Texas," uh, and they have a song on that album called "The Best Ever Death Metal Band Out of Denton." Um, and the chorus of that song is "Hail Satan, Hail Satan tonight." If the Denton Diablos are not named after the Mountain Goats song, it's a weird fucking coincidence. I'm just saying. Um, How do we know that the Mountain Goats don't own the Denton Diablos? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, the, those, the weirdest, those, weird, weirdest things. Well, there's two things weird happened. Canadian actors own Wrexham FC now. Yeah, um, I think only one of them's Canadian. I don't well, think Rob McElhaney is Canadian. I think, I think if you Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Ryan Reynolds yeah. is Canadian. I think if you actually have enough contact with someone, you 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 get the Canadian infection and you become Canadian. That's, we'll 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 double check with our friends at the Vocal Minority Podcast about that. Um, but anyway, so that's that's the U.S. Open Cup so far. A lot of games tonight. A lot of games for the rest of the week. We've got a little ways until we are gonna yeah. so actually gotta, jump in so on this I gotta one. call a shout out to my friend Dave again, the yeah. guy who ate yellow M and M that cost us to tie the game. So I just messaged him that that um, Crew Two, which we're going to talk mm-hmm. about, uh, tickets are twelve. Uh, sorry, fifty-five bucks for twelve matches. Yeah, and he said, "Gosh, I don't know if I can make twelve matches." And I'm like, "Dude, it's fifty-five dollars." Yeah, yeah, that's the second thing we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> yes. Is uh, crew uh, crew two, which I think I think it is twelve home matches. Let me let me double check that real quick here. But it is fifty-five dollars for the entire season, which is uh, pretty fucking good. I'll yeah, take it. You know what I mean. Old stadium, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's eleven matches because one of the crew two matches is a double header uh, at lower uh, lower dot com field, um, which they're not making you have a separate ticket for. So it's still it's fifty five dollars for eleven matches. Yeah, yeah, that's ten dollars a match. No, it's five dollars and fifty cents a match. You're right. <laughs> My name's Jim. Math is hard. Yeah. Literally, the day after my girlfriend asked me what half of three-fourths was, and I had to explain to her that if you just double the denominator, it's the same as having the numerator. It is. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. 1.5 fourths. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good deal. I, I'll, I'm going to buy one. Um, I'm going to buy yeah, one, course, yeah. one season ticket for Crew 2. My wife does not um, necessarily give a shit about going to every single one. And the thing is, is tickets are $10 outside of this. That is a good price. Yeah. Um, it is It is uh, our, our good friend, friend of the show, 
Uh, and friend of the Hudson Street Hooligans, John Winland, uh, jokingly told me that he was just going to tell his boys that this is the actual crew team. Uh, and that every once in a while they play at the special stadium. Because they're never going to know. No, not when you get older. Yes. No. Um, all right, so that's that's what we got uh, for, for some of that. I want to talk a little bit about my, uh, yes, my trip least, to Detroit City. Yes, yeah, yeah. so friend of the show and my roommate Ryan – um, his birthday was last Saturday. Yeah. And so apparently I was not invited to this soiree. I, it was literally something that was just on the internet. And if you said yes, then you could go. Like, I, I don't. I not just, that I would have gone. Yeah, I don't think that you do the internet that often. Um, but so. <laughs> no, no. So uh, myself, uh, Ryan, and Tony Long from uh, Yellow Nation Army uh, all yeah. uh, jumped in a uh, uh, nicely appointed Jeep. Like good on you, Tony. Uh, yeah, he, has a very, you he has a very nice, like like newer Jeep, um, and rode up to uh, Michigan on uh, <laughs> keeping it with the pros from Dover theme. You rode up in a Jeep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. uh, so we got there. We went to a really nice uh, little cafe that uh, Ryan knew about from like his college days. Mm-hmm. Uh, got in, some Ypsilanti. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was it was in Detroit. Um, it was. But no, um, he he went to college in Ypsilanti. He, he went to college in Ypsilanti. Yeah. 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 Um, which, by the way, the weed store in Ypsilanti's name is Sticky Ypsy, which I love. <laughs> uh, we did not go there this time. We went to the weed store in Ann Arbor. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, fair <laughs> we stayed in Herbert. So yeah. you know, did you run into Iggy Pop? We did not run into Iggy Pop. Um, so we went to uh, this uh, diner. Uh, I got uh, corned beef hash, which was basically just cut up steak with potatoes, uh, which I was totally fine with. Yeah, um, sure. So we get to the game. So tell me about is, the stadium. Well, I want to tell you about the pregame because okay. the pregame is is just a whole thing. Um, so they pregame at a place called the Folling Warehouse. You are on the wrong dial there, Jim. Um, they pregame at a place called the Folling Warehouse. Now, Folling, if you're not familiar with it, is football bowling. So it is you go into a you cage. You pick a ball. Nope. It's it's American football bowling. Oh. So you American football. American football bowling. <laughs> um, okay. You set up 10 pins, and then you chuck an American football in as hard as you can, and you're in a cage with some of your friends, and you've been drinking. It okay. looks really cool. Do you I have do to carry a beer, and is there a tiger attacking you at the same time? Both of those would make it better. Both um, of those would make it the most American but it is, sport in it the is world. a giant warehouse that they can converted into this folding place, and it's very busy. Um, now, it was raining the entire time we were there, and it was cold. So usually, you were in Michigan. Yeah, according to these guys uh, who have been to these games before, um, there is a lot of people that that just pay ten bucks to park and tailgate in the Foley Warehouse parking lot, um, <laughs> and and they don't even go in. Um, we went in. There was a very long line. We ended up not even getting a beer because of how long the lines were. Because it was opening day. Apparently, the warehouse opened later than they were supposed to. Yada yada yada. Whatever. It was fine. It was a cool spot, and I think that if it was a later game, because um, it was a 4 o'clock kick, if it was a later game, uh, it would have been a really fun place to uh, spend some time. Uh, yes. But this was games. the Detroit City FC equivalent of Christmas. It was, yes. And it was the Detroit City FC, um, I guess, kind of equivalent of like Ruby's back in the day, or... Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Any of the arena districts are uh, Charlotte. I'm sorry, Charleston. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Carolina. Uh, no, they played the Charleston Battery. Uh, oh, nice. Was, yeah, it was cool. It was. Um, so we went to. Uh, so this is this is the nice thing. Um, it is the the stadium. To get to the stadium from the Folding Warehouse is a two block walk. Um, it is very close. There is one major road that has train tracks over it okay. that essentially the police shut the road down for the march. Oh. They're, the Hamtramck police were there. Um, they shut the road down for the march. A lot of people had flares. It was cool. They did a whole, uh, you know, they stopped at the edge of the neighborhood, um, the, the residential neighborhood, before they walked into the actual stadium. They did a whole blah, 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 it's new league, blah, 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 because they're in USL 1 now, or yeah. USL Championship, or whatever, the top USL league. Yeah. Um, we didn't really care, and we knew it was going to take forever to get in the stadium because of USL policies. It was We were all going to have to be wanded, and uh, we're like, oh, this is a team in a brand new league, and they're using new ticketing technology. We're going to go in early. Uh, and yeah. it was smart that we did because a lot of people had trouble getting in for a long period. Of so time. would I be allowed in with my artificial hip? Yes, you would have been fine. You would have been fine. Okay. They would have buzzed you for a few times, and then they would have asked you to take your pants off. Uh, you would have had to do a little dance for them, and then you would have been fine. So it's basically me going to any other crew game. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So um, the fun part was so Kenwood Stadium was originally built in the 30s as a works administration project by the FDR administration. I am loving this more and more. FDR opened this stadium. Um, <laughs> he was there. It was the first works administration project that was completed in the state of Michigan. Now, it is... Before a, the Diego Rivera. Yeah. Yo. It is an 8,000-seat stadium. Nice. Okay. And by seat, I mean bench. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Here's the thing. They crowdfunded uh, about uh, three quarters of a million dollars to do improvements on this. This is still the stadium is still owned by the Hamtramck um, school board. Uh, the crazy thing is, is that it was until a few years ago an active and I don't know if it still is because I can't I, I've, I've looked at a few different things. It was still a high school football stadium until a few years ago. I don't know if it still is because I've seen older photos where there were football goalposts um, beyond the goals or, or like football goalposts in the pictures. There are not football goalposts, goalposts up right now. And I, I would I would think that they would be like right at the end. Right. Um, so I've, I've looked a couple different places. According to the wiki, it's still a, a, a high school football stadium. but. Okay. This is the interesting part. There is an active rail line just beyond the south goal. There is a wall, and then beyond that, there is an active freight rail line. And I think the Amtrak rail line, if I remember correctly. Um, it is the most Detroit thing that I've ever seen. Yeah. It is, uh, there are shipping containers that are used as not only the boxes for the uh, you know people that paid for boxes in the north end of the stadium... They also are the concession stands on the opposite side. <laughs> yes. Apparently, JFK gave a speech there during his campaign he in did. 1960. Yes. He did, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
No, I'm just trying to look up some more stuff about this. Well, so I want to I want to get into the positives on this. Um, a, it was it was super fun. Like I had a great time. It was a it was it reminded me of like going to. Um, we went we did the open cup match away uh, at the neutral location in Akron against yeah. Indy Eleven. Like yeah. like it reminded me of like like small stadium. Fun times, and also like kind of Jesse Owens a little bit, but like Jesse Owens is way nicer. Yeah, um, yeah, right. The, the field is uh, really nice. It was it was also raining the entire time, so like it was it was definitely a soaked field. Um, I think the money all went to locker rooms in the field. Okay, um, which makes sense. Yeah, because you're not gonna. In an old high school football stadium from 1930, you're not going to get professional players that want to play there unless you've completely upgraded that shit. Yes. Um, now, here's the crazy part. One of the crazy parts. Okay. Uh, well, no, I'm going to go into some of the other nice parts about it. Um, I and then I have a weird bit of trivia that actually relates to us once you finish okay. with that. So the, uh, the one thing that I thought was awesome was they sold meat pies there. Yeah, and they had vegetarian meat pies. They right. had they had they had very they had like four or five different kinds of like hand pies that you could buy. Which I am a huge fan of stadium pies. Oh god, they're uh, great! One they're, of my one of my yeah. favorite things. And the fact that they had so many different options, I actually got to the concession stand. And I was I bought the last of the beef pies that they had. Uh, because they were, uh, you know, it was like it was like right before halftime. Yeah, blah yeah, blah blah. Of course, yes. And obviously, you know, you got to make those ahead of time. Um, so the negatives: a, every bathroom in that entire stadium is a porta john, and there were only yeah. like ten of them. Yeah. Um, I saw that they are doing renovations on the supporter side bleachers. Um, for the, like over the summer, and I'm hoping that permanent bathrooms are a thing because that was we did not stay past halftime, and there were two reasons for that. Number one, it was freezing; yeah. we were soaking wet, and th- we there the line to pee was basically so long that we were not going to be able to to watch any of the rest of the match. And I, and I think that was uh, yeah, that was the contributing factor of like like um. We're just going to go somewhere with like real toilets, and we'll we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll watch the rest of the game on ESPN uh, Plus. That that's the whole thing is that that um, you know Cleveland SC and Detroit City SC has a better TV deal than FC Cincinnati, or probably Columbus. No, well, no, okay. <laughs> no, because you yeah. can watch you can watch all the Columbus games. You just have to have a thing. You can watch all the Cincinnati, or excuse me, all the uh, Detroit and the Cleveland things. You just have you're, to have you're a You're right. Yeah, 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 okay. So here's a weird bit of trivia. Yeah. So the the attendance record for um, Kenworth Stadium yeah. was when Detroit City FC played a friendly against the, the Italian, Italian club, Frozen None, yeah. which at the time – was in the Serie A, yeah. the, the top level of the Italian league. Mm-hmm. So this is why this relates to me and you, sort of. So um, it was 2017, 2018, when we all went to Montreal yeah. to see... It was 2016. 2016, okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah, sure it was 2016? 
I remember specific mile markers in my life. Yeah, I know you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Before 2016, I can tell you that. Yeah. Much. Okay. You're right. 2016. Yeah. So anyway, so um, so we go to we go to uh, Montreal. We watch Montreal beat Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, later that night. I go to dinner because it's my birthday. Go to dinner yep. with my ex-girlfriend at an Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. The waiter is from Frozenone. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh-huh. And he was absolutely shocked that I knew anything about soccer, that I was familiar with Frozenone, that I knew it was their first season in Serie A ever in their history. Yeah. And so I think we got a couple of drinks comped. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a little weird, like, you know, <clears throat> confluence of the world going on here. So my last my last point on um, the Detroit City game, and then I'm, I'm going to be done with it. And you know, uh, I think everybody who has met me or has listened to this show understands my feelings on Capos. I hate them. They had six. Yeah, you they said had six capos yep. and six capos for a supporter section. Well, it's a union. It's a union job. Dude. I mean, no, it was more than <laughs> they had six active at a time, and the one guy kept trying to get me to download their goddamn app. <laughs> I feel old saying this, but like, fucking get over yourself, dude. Every other part of this game was super fun. The Capos, quite honestly, they didn't ruin it for me because I did have a good time. Yeah. But I'm just like, <laughs> you fucking douche nozzles. Like, just get the fuck over yourself. Let me enjoy the game and go the fuck away. Yeah. So that's my whole thing on Detroit City FC. Uh, what I would. Uh, I would yeah. go ahead and cough. I would rate it a uh, four out of five. Nice. Amazing food, fun atmosphere. Except for the capos. Except for the capos and the weather. Shitty parking. Uh, I also don't give a shit about the parking because I didn't drive. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk World Cup break unless you got something else before we. Uh, you well, know, no, I don't. Jump. I don't. I think that there's gonna be some other things we're gonna talk about though. Yeah, no, we're gonna talk about a few different things. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I do want to. I'm going back to our uh, list of, of things that we were gonna say. Oh, uh, Dax McCarty. I do want to talk about <laughs> Dax McCarty. You want to talk quick. about him in this segment? I do, real quick. Holy fuck! <laughs> what the fuck, Dax? I know. Jesus. Like he went. Somebody said he went like like. 200 and some games or however many however many games he has been in Major League Soccer up until the last 14 never getting a red card and then he's gotten two in the last couple and that was that kick yeah yeah. that's insane yeah Brandon that's Arizona. a crazy person yeah I know yeah yeah he kicked the shit out of that dude yeah not <laughs> fucking cool Dax alright yeah. That's all I got. Unless you got something else to say about Dax McCarty, that's all I got to say. Uh, well, he went to UNC, which is the second worst school in North Carolina. That's fair. All right. Yeah. We're going to come back and uh, we're going to talk about uh, other things. Uh, I do want to talk about the Cleveland Browns signing for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. then we'll talk about World Cup stuff. We're the pros from Dover. I'm going to hate this next segment. All right, segment three of the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. I am Jim. 
And uh, so, yeah, we got to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it for a second. I don't want to talk about it either, but we really do have to talk about it. Yeah. So So the Browns uh, traded for Deshaun Watson. Um, Owner of 22 sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Um, The the Brown uh, D and Jimmy then put out a, a statement about it. Yes. Which essentially, and I'm I am um, a hundred, I am definitely paraphrasing this statement, but uh, they asked him about it. Yeah. They asked um, members of his defense team about it. Uh, and him and the members of his defense team were just kind of like, meh, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. They did as much due diligence as you would if your five-year-old got into a playground fight with another five-year-old and you didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this on other shows, uh, so I don't really want to reinvent the wheel here. Um, billionaire owners are not your friends. Right. Um, yeah. They're not even good people. Um, I don't care um, about, like, trying to paint them as good people or, you know, whatever, because they're not. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not. The, the other thing that I, I, I do want to say is that, like, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks when they when they you know when they show who they really are. Yeah, it's I mean, it's like it's like when you put on the sunglasses in um in um, they live they live. Yes, yeah. it's, it's exactly it. Yes. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I don't like this. Okay, so I've got several thoughts. Okay. Well, okay. you you. I'm gonna riff for a minute. Okay. So please do. So. My good friend Dave, who I see every game with, and I probably reference him at least at least two or three times a podcast. Um, his wife, whose name I will not mention because it will probably set off everybody's um, um, like smart speakers because she's got the same name. Uh huh. Yeah, um, she's a lifelong Browns fan. Uh-huh. I went over to their house for the game on Sunday, and I mentioned. Hey Alexa, rate the pros from Dover five stars on Apple Podcasts. Go ahead. Okay, right. there you go. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I said, so Dave, um, how's your wife feel about this, Sean Jack? And he's like, he's like, don't talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So apparently, she had put away or thrown away every single bit of Browns things, uh, stuff she had. Yeah. 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 People a lot are, of people that are furious about this. People are furious. Yeah. So, um, so Dave mentioned that. So one of the things Dave said to me was that the NFL, which I do not follow, mm-hmm. is and that's not a moral judgment. It's just I'm just not into the NFL these days. I also just don't care about American football. Yeah, but. Uh, he said that they're basically trying to be as anti-NBA as possible because, according to him, because I don't follow the NBA that much either, um, mostly for aesthetic reasons, but that's that's whatever. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a uh, discussion for another day. The NBA is, is quote-unquote, woke. Uh-huh. Which, fine. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot about Coach Popovich, um, and... You know, following his lead, the NBA is pretty damn woke, and I got no problem with that. That aside, 
Um, it seems like the NFL is going out of its way to piss off women, to piss off people of color, mm-hmm. and to basically market themselves to angry white men. So it's the NFL. I guess so. I mean, it's literally how the NFL has always been. I know, I know, I know. But, um, so, it just seems like, why would you do this? And, okay, here's the thing about this deal that, that, that Dave's wife, Alexa, sorry, will, she pointed out to me. Her name is Hey Alexa, rate pros from Dover, five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's her full name. That is her full name. Yes, you're right. Um, something she pointed out to me is that they're paying this dude, I don't know, 40 million a year. Yeah. Okay. So what they did was they structured his contract so that in his first year, he's only getting paid, only getting paid 1 million because of the anticipated NFL suspension in which he will not be able to draw a salary. That means that because he's not getting paid his full amount for the first season, he's only going to be out $57,000 if he gets that suspension from the league. It's it's like they know that this dude is guilty. Yeah. They have made every single fucking accommodation they can to make sure that he is as happy as he can possibly be. And these are the same owners that own the team that we podcast about Every single week. Yeah. No, I know. I know. That's, you know, it's one thing, it's one thing to trade for, because, you know, fucking Cristiano Ronaldo has got sexual, he's had sexual uh, assault allegations against him. He's one of the greatest soccer players of all time. I don't know enough about NFL football to know, but I assume that Deshaun Jackson is probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But you know what? To accommodate him like this it's disgusting. Watson, by the way. Watson, sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. When you said it, I was like, eh, I think that's wrong. But yeah, but, yeah, 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 but yeah. that's the thing that really gets me. Oh, is that, I, it's I, like I don't, they know he's guilty. They I don't know understand. It. I don't understand the, the fucking Yeah. The mindset of an NFL owner is I don't get it. Um I don't You know, they're they're just they're like we talked about before, they're not our friends. They're um, not. They're not they're they're people that fund the thing that we like. Um and this fucking sucks. Yeah. Um and we'll see kind of how this shakes out, like, um, uh, but I think it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna be bad for the Browns, I think it's gonna be bad for the crew. Um, I think that they are making a very, very stupid, short-sighted uh, decision. Uh, and here's the thing. They're billionaires. It's not going to hurt them in the end. No. Like, like I wanted to be like, yeah, it'll probably bite them in the ass in the end. It's not. Because the, none of... It's like it's no like, no action that they take ever would really have any consequences. It's it's like when a friend of mine who moved out of the country about twenty years ago, um, when we were talking about George W. Bush, and yeah. he was like wishing like all this horrible stuff about George W. Bush, and I'm like, dude, 
George W. Bush is going to die fat and happy in his bed. And yep. there's nothing you or I can do about it. Yep. It's the same with with Bill and Dee Haslam. They're yeah. going to die fat and happy in their beds. Yeah. And I don't, and, and I want to, I want to put, I want to put this out there as well. I don't have any um, ill will or, or wishes of, of harm or anything like that to, to, you know, the Haslam's. Like, they made a business decision. I disagree with them. Um, uh, that's at, at the same time. It's it's you know, it's it sucks that it also includes the soccer team. It it it, it, it it abuts things that we care about yeah. dearly. Yeah. But um, all right, so let's go on to something kind of positive. The um, U.S. Men's National the Team. The end of the World Cup qualifying cycle. This well, weekend is the end. <laughs> okay. No. No. But here's the here's the problem. The end of the World Cup qualifying cycle ends up with somebody getting to play a World Cup match in Qatar. Yep. Yeah, so. which is worse. <laughs> yes. But I'm the sorry. end of the qualifying cycle, not the end of the... Yeah, so World we're playing Mexico tomorrow night. Yeah, we're playing Mexico tomorrow night. Um, so this is the uh, the rest of the oct- octagonal. Um, octagon. The octagon. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow night, uh, we have uh, the following games: Jamaica versus El Salvador, Panama versus Honduras, Mexico versus USA, and Costa Rica versus Canada. Um, this is how the standings look right now. This is the Costa Rica is the spoiler in this whole thing. So you have Jamaica, El Salvador, and Honduras, which are they're out. Yeah. Um, on or El Salvador, uh, if they win all three games, could only get fifteen. Um, which is uh, Costa, Costa Rica has 16 and they're in fifth place. Yeah. Um, now, between the rest of us, Canada is winning. Yeah, I know. Canada Canada's winning. Good on them, but how the fuck is that happening? It's it's the midnight routine. It must be. Yeah. So Canada on 25 points, USA on 21, Mexico on 21 as well, Panama on 17, Costa Rica on 16. And that's what we got right now. Um, we got three games for the USA. Uh, the first one, obviously, tomorrow night uh, against Mexico. Um, and we established Zardes is not playing in this match. Zardes is not playing. Yeah. Match, yeah. USA then plays Panama, and then USA plays Costa Rica. It is not an easy road at the end of this because these are the teams that are decent. Yeah. <laughs> We've already beat on the te- beat up on the teams that are not decent. Well, you know, on the one hand. It, it's that sucks that that you know we've got a, a tough road to hoe. Yeah. On the other hand, the U.S. is, as far as I know, like the fourth or fifth most populous country on the planet. Uh huh. So, in theory, if we're taking the sport seriously, we should not be having problems with these teams. And I would also say that it's a good thing that qualifying out of CONCACAF is this difficult yeah. because it means that CONCACAF actually means something. I agree. I agree. It, it's it's one of those, like, Canada, here's the crazy thing. You know what Canada's done their last five matches? I don't. Won all of them. Yeah. They're the only team that, like, USA's won three, lost one, and drew one. Mexico's won two, lost two, and drew one. 
Honduras has lost all of them. Um, but what yeah. the fuck, Canada? I know. Like, you were supposed to be our punching bag addict. Yes, like, I know. You're not supposed to be the one that qualifies before everybody else. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the guy that I've got chained up in the attic that I go up and beat the shit out of when I don't feel good about myself. Yeah, like <laughs> God damn it, Canada! And, and, and this is the whole. I mean, Canada basically needs to win one game, and they're in. Yeah, um, they are on twenty five points. I think the last time Canada qualified for the World Cup was eighty six. It was seventy something. Hang on. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, why are you Why are you getting dead air for this? I'm not getting dead air. You're supposed to vamp. What? You didn't say I was supposed to vamp. Okay. Well, I'm gonna vamp then. Um, I, I I I got nothing about Canada other than. I got nothing about Canada. I don't know. The World Cup '86 uh, was the only time that they've ever. So, so what you're saying World is, Cup. I was right. You were right. Yeah, you were wrong. You were right. But um, that's oh, that's no, insane. No, no, that's all I want to know yeah. is that I was right and you were wrong. That's mm. all that matters. All right. So USA Mexico is tomorrow night. That's really the that's the rubber what, match. What time is ten o'clock? And I can't. I don't stay up that late. Well, I'm going to just okay. because it's you know USA Mexico at Azteca. John Clem's already down there. Of course yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe you, I'll take a nap. I think you should. What do you think the score is going to be? I don't think it's going to be dose of zero. It's not. No, <laughs> I, th- I think I think it's going to be a like a one-one draw. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I, th- I think it's something like that. Yeah. So um, that's what we got. Yeah, I got um, nothing. We're the pros from Dover. Uh, I do want to say thank you to Tim Martin uh, from Red Tail Design for our logo. Uh, I want to say thank you to all of you for listening. Um, if you are a new listener, um, be really helpful for us if you uh, give us a rating. Uh, we like to be five stars. I hate it when people ask for that, but like it really does help. But we're a damn good podcast. Well, and it also helps out uh, more people finding the show. Um, share us on your social medias uh, and tag us in it, and then we'll share you on our social medias, and uh, everything will be silly. Um, but thanks for listening. My name's Matt. That's Jim. We're the pros from Dover. Appreciate you listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana Nana Nana Nana